You are listening to the Kensington Church Podcast, recorded live in Michigan. To learn more about Kensington, visit kensingtonchurch.org. Well, greetings to everyone. This is our last, our final, our fifth week on our series that we're calling Growing. And this series has really been about trying to unlock the mystery with as much clarity as possible about how we actually grow spiritually. The goal of life is way more, as a follower of Jesus, than just to go to heaven when we die, but it's to live a life of flourishing. And that flourishing is found when we see the, the person in power of Jesus unleashed in our lives. So it's about transformation while we're living and having a life of beauty and fullness and impact as well. And so we've been looking at how does this actually happen? Like in the physical realm, we know how we grow through exercise, through nutrition, etc. But in the spiritual life, how do we actually grow? So this is our fifth and final week, and this is really where we see the power of relationship with God is unlocked. And it's the thing that most separates Christianity as a relationship and not a religion. And religions are typically uh, a set of beliefs that you adhere to and then a list of commandments that are required of you. And in some respects, Christianity is no different than that, except that the heart of it and the heart of what we're looking at today, which is that transformation shows when we submit to Jesus, when we're obedient to his teachings, that is unlocked through the power of relationship. So um, in, uh, I guess, some fear of boring people who have been with us every week, I'm just going to do a really quick review uh, for those that maybe missed a week or two, and then we're going to dive into our last topic, which is which is obeying. So what we've been unpacking is that there's a cycle of growth. It's not a linear, do these five steps and you'll become like Christ. It's a lifestyle that involves five things. And the first we saw was believing. That's when we put our initial trust in Jesus. We don't know a lot. There's, there's far more that we don't know in that moment than we know, but we make that initial step of faith to trust Jesus. And then out of that, we step into a life of seeking because when you meet him, you want to know him. And so we looked at ways that we seek God, where we position ourselves, find proximity with Jesus. We abide with him through spiritual practices. And the result of that if we do that long enough and inconsistently, is that God becomes known to us. Not knowledge about God, but as the person of God, he reveals himself to us. So we know him. So we believe, we seek, we know. And then we saw last week that the more we come to actually know God, his true nature, his true character, as the God of love is revealed to us. And again, not just as an idea or a verse we memorize that tells us God loves us, but it's the experience of being loved by God. And it's that experience of being truly, genuinely loved by God that unlocks the power of transformation, which is what we're looking at in this final week. So today, we're going to consider the idea of obeying. Now, I want to suggest if you have access to that little chart that we've been giving out that takes this cycle, these five things, that if you take everything on the right and remove it, you just have believing and obeying, uh, that's religion. And the Old Testament, Paul tells us, was given as a an experiment, so to speak, to prove that just the law itself could not transform us. Knowing what the right thing is to do doesn't mean that we're going to do it. And every one of us, if we're honest, in our own life experience, uh, know this to be true, that we don't sin or we don't fail because we didn't know how to act. It's because even in knowing, we made other choices. So this last week really is about what unlocks the power of the will um, that we're able actually to respond in obedience and submission to him. If you attended one of our services or if you watched online this weekend, I think all of our campuses had the same central idea. And that's this. It's the teaching of Jesus in John 14, where he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
So I want us to take a moment just to think about that, that in loving Jesus, obedience comes, and it comes because of love. It's not that we prove our love by obeying, it's that when we love him, we want to obey him. It's no longer uh, an obligation or a, a box we have to check or a struggle, um, although I, I, I know from my own experience there'll always be some struggle. But what is beginning to motivate us more and more is that we are so loved and experience the love of him, of, of God, the love of Christ in our lives that we want to respond in more and more submission to him. And that's really the power of that. You know, I've learned over the course of my life that duty alone is, is a poor motivator. It's, it's necessary in places and we have to sometimes just be dutiful. But if that's all that's driving us, then there's no power in that. And it's hard to sustain anything just out of duty. You know, I think even if you think about something like working out or weightlifting, if you never saw any benefit of that, but you knew it was the right thing to do, it would be very hard to do it. But as you get in shape, as you lose weight, or as your muscles grow, that very real experience is what motivates you to go to the gym early in the morning when maybe part of you wants to stay in bed. So this is how I believe it works in our relationship with God. As we have pursued him and come to know him and have experienced his love, there is something welling up in us that we want to submit to him. And we don't, as the Apostle John said in his first letter, we do not find his commandments burdensome. If they're a burden to us, if they're the thing, it's like medicine you have to take, you don't want to, but you know it's the right thing to do. Um, we've really missed the idea of this relationship with God. We're not really in proximity with him in such a way that he's known and his love is being experienced and therefore we're submitting to him. You know, I, I don't know if any of the teachers uh, may have shared this if you watched the messages uh, this, this last weekend, but... Uh, the best example of this, I think, is marriage. If any of you husbands or wives find yourself at a season um, in your relationship where you're doing all the right things, even though it's hard and it's not really coming from love, you're just you're doing it out of duty. That is a very difficult place to be, and it's a very difficult thing to sustain. I mean, how would how would any of our spouses feel or our our close friends if they knew that we were only acting a certain way because we knew? It was the right thing to do. That, that's all that was motivating it. Um, I think, for example, you know, just think about your marriage vows. When you stand in front of God and in front of people and you say, um, till death do us part, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forsake all others and, and cling only to you, why would any person do that? You know, a man is, or a woman is saying, you're, you're the only one for me for the rest of my life. Um, hopefully they're not doing that out of an obligation or a contract that they signed or some sense of duty, but there's something in them that wants to do that. And therefore, being faithful in marriage, being um, serving in marriage, being submissive to each other in marriage, putting their needs before your own is coming out of a heart of love. It's what we want to do. And this is what I believe the Bible reveals to us about a relationship with God, that God longs to be known by us. He longs for us to experience his love. And he knows when we do that that's where the power of transformation is found. More and more, I want to follow in his pathways. I want to submit to him. I know the benefit and fruit of that is I get even more of him and more, more of his love comes into my life. Um, there's more peace that's there. God knows what he's doing. He made us for himself. And obedience is, is simply a matter of, of living in line with how he's designed us and how we are to live. And when we actually do that, we experience uh, the beauty of life uh, more and more. So um, I want to finish with um, talking about um, John 14, um, because this is the promise that Jesus has made to us. And we, we're calling this a growth cycle, meaning that you don't complete all five that we've looked at, but that you continue in the cycle 
through your whole life, and this is how growth continues. Um, it's, it's cyclical. And so now we've come from believing to seeking to knowing to loving to obeying. And if you have the chart in front of you, if you recall, the arrow points up back to believing now because what happens is as we submit more to him out of love, uh, we get more and more of him and we desire him more. So we seek even harder and there's more of God always to discover, more of the depths of his love always to experience. And that creates even more desire to surrender to him. So these are beautiful words from John 14 and their promises. Uh, they're such amazing promises. Uh, just listen to these words. This is from John 14, 21. Jesus says, whoever has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. Then here's the promise. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. And just ponder that for a moment. Jesus is going to reveal more of himself to those who out of love surrender more and more to him. And then I think just to make sure that we didn't miss the point, just a couple verses later, uh, this is verse 23 of John 14. Jesus says, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and to make our home with them. Hear the promise of intimacy there, of relationship. We're going to move right in. We're going to make our home with you. Uh, and so when we think about disobedience, um, it's wrong to think that the cure for disobedience is obedience. Disobedience is a symptom that we need to grow in love because the more we grow in love, the more we will submit. The cure for disobedience is love and the promise and the reward of love and submission to him is we get more of him. And this is what energizes the cycle to keep going. I think from the moment we begin our journey with Jesus to our last breath here on earth, this is his desire for us. And that's my desire and hope for you that you will grow in your relationship with Jesus and grow in your sense of being loved by him and see the power of that love to conform us into the image of Christ. You've been listening to the Kensington Church Podcast. If you've enjoyed this recording, check back weekly for new content. You can find Kensington on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course, at kensingtonchurch.org.